0: And horror. The air itself is filled with monsters.
1: Children of the night, what music they make! well hello all you monster fiends and thank you for joining us for another deep dive factoid filled episode exploring hollywood's most famous monsters i am your master of ceremonies or mistress of ceremonies as somebody called me the other day sam it's better sounds better doesn't it mistress sick. yeah and i am joined as always by dan from bleed and marvelous say hello dan hello dan Oh, Dan's all poorly sick. (laughs) I'm all
0: right. You can roll a turd in glitter. This is this is what you get. You know? <laughs> oh, I and have the plague, not the plague, but a plague, not that plague,
1: not that plague. We're not quite there yet. No, I got a bit of a shot. I was like, "Where are we? What year is it?" <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> the sixteen hundreds of it all.
1: <laughs> and I've got the plague. <laughs> but what we do, or what we are doing, is celebrating Halloween. Happy Halloween! Yay. This is my Christmas. This is my Christmas. It is my wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but with the day before so happy halloween for tomorrow yeah um, happy yes, it's... anniversary
0: for tomorrow thank
1: you <laughs> so today's halloween special is probably one of the greatest anthology horror movies that has ever ever been done ever it's trick or treat we can even do it trick or treat
0: trick or treat smell my feet Give me something, me something good, good to eat.
1: I suppose, <laughs> as far as I know.
0: I yeah, think that's, that's as far I as it's all
1: gone. There's
0: probably 42 other verses, but you
1: know. <laughs> right. I got the disclaimer out of the way with. And then yep. we'll get into... It's not so much trick-or-treat as it is the monster is, Sam. Or Halloween um, itself. Yeah.
0: Depending could, on how you look at it.
1: You could argue that fact, but... God again! My the goodness, the
0: spirits of Halloween has got it to you already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus! I keep looking about. There's no like kid with a bullet. Sa- oh my God, he's there! <laughs> that's my that's my contribution. Is the little <laughs> Sam right there? It doesn't beat Dan's immaculate, like amazing tribute to Sam in the background. Mine's just the little tiny guy in the corner. For anyone who's watching on YouTube. Right, let's try this again. You can do it, I believe in you. Thank you so much. Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us on the Discord page, the comment section or the Facebook page, and we can have an open discussion. But what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Thank you i i had a like a, a rush of gary oldman playing winston <laughs> churchill towards the end of that i felt i felt that happening you felt,
0: you felt theatrical did you
1: i, I did and uh <laughs> <laughs> which is a shocker <laughs> that's my life just the the theater right trick-or-treat oh darling we're going trick-or-treat 2007 anthology horror directed wrought and created by michael Doherty, Dorothy, Doug- Doherty, Do- Doherty, Scoring, Doherty. oh my god, I've actually said Scoring and Oppressive and left it, it's actually 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a cast including Anna Paquin, Brian Cox, Quinn Lord and Dylan Baker, if you follow the rules of Halloween, you will get to see tomorrow as we bring you Trick or Treat, Yay. or I'm obey bad. the rules of Halloween, and you're good to go. I've actually just copyrighted that from someone else's YouTube channel. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember it. And, oh, God. Hello, horror. And she always used to start. She doesn't do it anymore, but she used to start her videos with, obey the rules of Halloween, and you're good to go. And I always have it stuck in my head. Good channel. Anyways, <laughs> trick or treat, 2007. We're going back to 2007. This is the year that me and my husband got together.
0: I was 27.
1: In 2007? I was, I was I was twenty-two. I was twenty-two. That's how old I was when I yeah, I was twenty-two because I was twenty-three went, yeah. 22 22 23 Two thousand
0: and seven. Well, I do know that they struggled massively getting this released. Um yes. and it was completed and, and ready to go. For distribution in 2007 but if i'm right it didn't get a cinema release at all Mm -mm. and it went straight to dvd in 2009 how with the stars with the i mean the caliber of the people that's in the movie whilst i know they're all technically borrowed from x-men because
1: anna paquin anna
0: paquin Brian Cox, and James Marsden does a voiceover. He does. Um, And then, uh, obviously, there is another one in there somewhere. I can't. Uh, Brian Singer. Brian Singer.
1: Is he the good one or the bad one?
0: Bad one, I think.
1: Bad one. Oh, okay. Um, So the film is based on Michael Doherty's short film, *Season Greetings, which came out in
0: 1990. Is it good? It's on YouTube, and it is three and a half minutes long. Oh,
1: my God, I did not know that because it's Sam's debut. And does he look like
0: the little the little guy? No, he does Ooh. not. Does
1: he not? No. Ooh.
0: Kind of, but not. Um, it is everything that you know of Sam, but mm-hmm. it's not Sam, but it is Sam. And it's like he came up with this idea just out of the blue, like he wanted to give Halloween a face because he said Christmas had one, the Easter Bunny has one, um, oh. and Halloween didn't, it had just a, a culmination of witches or vampires or werewolves blah, 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 It was, blah. Yeah, it's a very mixed bag, isn't it? So I, yeah, yeah I, I like that,
1: burlesque sap with a big candy cane, and fucking half pumpkin that can rip your bastard throat out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the cutest thing ever. Until he mm-hmm. takes that fucking thing off. <laughs> Until he takes the burlesque sack off and, like, shit.
0: I can hear you.
1: Fuck me. I've actually <laughs> seen the one that's one. closest to the screen in real yeah. life, and my good God, it is fucking amazing.
0: These will be for... this. We do have these for sale at shows, but these will be for sale um, for the love of horror. So,
1: so yeah. if you're there, like, me i'm coming on sunday so the best be something so i'm telling you now i am yeah. telling you now <laughs>
0: there's there's gonna be a lot of stuff come then um but obviously we're technically not in the country right now but um i'm magically oh. here by the power of technology <laughs> i was trying to think
1: <laughs> I, was, do, do, do. I, was, I was i was trying to think of something really witty and i just can't because yeah. What's in my head right now is say it is telling you all about the kill count because I watched is That me? Kill- yes! <laughs> Yay! I watched it and holy shit. That was so one, didn't want to ha- didn't have to watch the movie. Yep. Because I couldn't find a link. So I was getting myself really upset because my telly in the living room is shite. And at the moment I can't go in the bedroom and watch it because I've got kittens to look after. And I was like, shit. And then I put it on and it just it played it out, and I was, a, and that really jogged my memory because I have seen this movie uh, probably more times than I care to count.
0: It's my Halloween movie. It's like I go to straight away trick or treat. Well,
1: anthology year. anthology horror is one of my favorite set of like my horror yeah. genre. I absolutely adore it. This and found footage horror, obviously slash everyone loves a fucking slasher, but found footage horror and anthology horror is like where I just fucking adore it. And sadly, my husband has not seen this one. It's come, I know, I know. I said you would find it so much fun. The comic book aspect of it, the yeah. cinematography of it is beautiful. The cast, the because inter- we like an anthology that can interlink, yeah, because and we this find does. And it does, yeah, and we find that it so clever. I'm saying like we, like we're one person, we're really not, and <laughs> um, but we do find, but we do when we're watching anthology, like VHS has it to a certain degree, um, but the likes of like the Twilight Zone and um what's the other one creeps creeps creep show yeah yeah they kind of don't so it's nice that this is like all li- like kind of links together and um, i do have each sequence because yeah. it, it is a you know it is anthology so it all has its own individual story yeah so you've got the opening with leslie bibb yep being a bitch
0: who has oh. coincidentally been in a relationship with Sam Rockwell for about forever. 16 years? Yeah. Forever. And I found that out recently and I was like, Did you know
1: that? He, he thanks her when he wins his Oscar. He just goes, Leslie, you're my girl, and just walks away. <laughs>
0: I love Sam Rockwell. There is something about him. I would take him home and keep him in a jar. Yeah. He's just, he's, he looks tiny, but like, I still want to be like, I don't know. He's like, if, you know, when you have a, less, a, a list of people that you'd like to meet. Yeah he, he is like is he's in my top 3 100%. So I was That's, really surprised cuz she looks really tall. <laughs> stop, yeah,
1: the, she does, but I think he's quite deceiving. I think he's a, Maybe, I, yeah. I think he's a 5 foot 9 guy cuz 5 right. foot 9 guys cuz I'm 5 foot 9. 5 foot 9 guys kind of look small but actually really not. <laughs> yeah. Um sorry, I totally forgot. We're getting in I'm going way ahead of myself. The kill count. 27. Yes. Yes, she got have read, Oh, she was paying attention. Um, <laughs> still doesn't beat our guy. Uh, our guy, Claude Rains. Oh, he's up there. Um, but impressive nonetheless.
0: Um, they weren't all done by Sam, but they kind oh, of no. were. No, but they kind of were because if you look at the list of Sam's powers that mm. Sam has, they think that through every single one of these different powers that Sam possesses, he caused. The action of the the kid. Well it makes sense because
1: he's, well, he's there, isn't he? He's there for yeah. it. he's there in everyone. Actually, we should really explain Sam. Yes. Little, before we before we start <laughs> before I hate that name. Before we start <laughs> before we start getting into the nitty-gritty of the yes. film and things that we've learned about it, let's explain Sam. Let's go and have a conversation about good old Sam Ham, Because that's where his name comes from, is the yeah. Pagan festival. I should know Samhain, this. Yeah. yeah, of Samhain. Yes, which is Samhain. Yeah, and it's all to do with Halloween, and, and us weird
0: druid, uh, pagan mm-hmm. weirdos over here. In technically invented it. So, haha, America. Well done, us. Well <laughs> done, us. Thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. Did you? Did you just
1: fancy going? Boom?
0: <laughs> I, I think I nearly did. I think I might have done that. Under the table. that. I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I probably did.
1: And no he, apologies, I meant none it. whatsoever. <laughs> we, we get this one. We get yeah. this one. But he has the spirit of Halloween running through him. And he wants nothing more than Halloween just to go like it should. And if it doesn't, he's going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, he is. Massively going like this is not this is not your this is not a child's film by the way he may look I keep looking he's just he's there he's there too um he may look very childlike mm-hmm. with his little burles and his little loris soon he looks so fucking cute but he is fucking deadly mm-hmm. what he does to Leslie Babe it's fucking horrifying savage little sod
0: yeah yes
1: um so that's why we say follow the rules of Halloween. Because if you don't, you're gonna get fo- You're gonna get jacked up by a kid in a lollipop.
0: Sam has seven rules. Six, seven rules. Yes. Um always hand out candies to trick or treaters. Mm-hmm. Always wear a costume. hmm Never blow out a jack-o'-lantern before midnight. Mm-mm. Always respect the dead. Always check your candy. Never take down your decorations before November the first, and never hurt the innocent. That's Sam's seven rules. And you every single.
1: Those, well, every single one of them is broken throughout this whole movie.
0: And that's why Sam comes for you.
1: He go but he does. He is a man of his word or a child of his word, because when it comes to the innocent, he does leave them alone. Yes, and he also allows the dead to get their comeuppance as well.
0: Oh, they're that's dead to of,
1: have their vengeance, I should say.
0: They say, they say that's one of his um, abilities, necromancy.
1: Oh. So, um,
0: yeah, apparently they said that, oh, let me see where it is, blah, 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 on my notes. Uh, he has the ability to summon the dead to do his bidding and kill others. So,
1: well, that yeah. is great. And we will get into that when we talk about Brian Cox's character, because that is very interesting. Yes. So going back to the movie we have the opening. yes So the opening starts with Leslie Bibb being a bitch like I said yeah. earlier. And Ron
0: Patron 10,000.
1: Isn't she just the grumpy old <laughs> bitch? Yeah. Um her, her husband is like he is the spirit of Halloween.
0: Yeah, I met Tamu Penake. Um oh, what in, a name. It's Native American. He actually did a talk. We I, I did rogue events going back not as a, a, a show but as a personal mm-hmm. thing. And I got to meet the cast of Supernatural way before it got out of hand like it is now. Um, And he was doing a talk about like how his Native American, his mum was, and all of his roots and everything. Um, And went and met him afterwards. And I have to say, he is one of the nicest people. Like everybody he met, he was sponge. He was like a sponge. He wanted to know. He was asking you questions, and it was like very rare, you know, like to. Be in a situation where you're actually being asked questions by the famous person. It always seems to be the other Yeah, way like
1: now. you're, like, in your head, you're thinking, we want to ask you questions. But in natural fact, he just wants to get the note of the people who are coming to see him. And I think that is so sweet. Oh, what a name. I love that name. I've probably butched
0: it massively. So I do apologize. Oh, to it sounds fantastic. Oh,
1: it that, sounds uh, fantastic yeah. in my ears. But yeah, he is just such a lovely guy. And, you know, doesn't she wants it to take, like, the guy on dead meat really put this into perspective <laughs> she wants to take them decorations down at the end of the night they yeah. have just been to a party like regardless regardless the fact that it is still halloween let's forget that fact yes. how much fucking decorations does she have up and then wants to take it down when she gets back after a night out even I the guy thought- on dead meat was
0: like is she fucking insane well, the, why would she tell him to go put on the sex tape while she was putting... No, full well, that would take her two hours to clean that front at least to yeah. the, So it's like, you've only said that to get him out of your hair because you don't want him moaning at you, haven't you? And your you logic know? is ridiculous. Like, leave it. Like, I know
1: my OCD is bad and there's some things that I can't leave before yeah. I go to bed. I understand that. But I am not, on Christmas Day, going to come home and take my fucking Christmas tree down. <laughs> It can wait until the next day. Yeah, my tree tree does come down on Boxing Day. But it can wait until the next day. I am fine with that.
0: It doesn't have to be. If I had expensive decorations outside that I was worried that would get nicked, they would come down. And that is the only reason. And I would explain that to Sam. And hopefully Sam would appreciate that.
1: Yes. I don't want these to be stolen. I just wouldn't put them up in the fucking first place outside my house. I'm terrified to even have a flower reef on me fucking door. That my sister-in-law made is i have two doors i have a front door and a porch door it's on my porch door because you're not having it you are not (laughs) having it it was beautiful she made me this black and gray and oh it's absolutely stunning and no they're not fucking having it um yeah i just wouldn't do it i wouldn't put them up to start with but sam i feel like that's reasonable to say i want to take them down because i don't want any harm to do but leslie didn't she just wanted to take them down because she's a grumpy old bitch
0: yeah basically do we see leslie's death there and then um sort of yeah you see her pulling the sheets down and then there's the Jabberwocky across the road giving her the dead stare and she gets freaked out because she thinks he's gonna come and get her but he gets he's like the red herring and off he goes and then she pulls the sheet up and you do a little bit of cut to the husband watching the porno in the bedroom asleep you know and then it cuts back to a big sheet and then Sam's under the sheet with but uh, we don't see Fox. Sam
1: because we don't know it's no. Sam until no. later. Yeah. And then he comes down and finds Zara because the opening, before the before the comic book strip comes up, it's her head
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the thingy. Yeah, so we do On see the, her. Yeah, So we know that she's dead. And then you get this amazing sequence comic book style because at the time, the, a comic book had actually been, Um, what's the word I'm looking for? kind of like set up or it was, it was, it was set up. I don't think it ever happened, but that was the idea that this comic book was going to be like run alongside the movie. And I don't know if it ever happened that nobody had any definite like, Oh, like this is what it's called issue thingy, but no, there was no, not that I could find
0: anywhere. I was going to say, I saw a lot of talk about it, but I Mm -hmm. didn't see far enough to whether they did go through with it or not. But But
1: that was the idea was because if you don't notice, there's a lot of horror um, references that run throughout this, and also the guy is a huge comic book fan as well, <laughs> hence the read. But that's that's why the comic book strip is there in the first place. It's not trying to be cl- well; it is trying to be clever because it was going to run alongside a comic book that was going to come out. But this movie, in their eyes, didn't. Gravitated to where they were expecting it to be which is so fucking unfortunate because if we are in the 2013, 2013 2023, 2023 we're all fucking loving it and yeah. expecting a second one to come out very soon
0: oh well they have talked this they've been talking about a sequel since they made the first one um and even if you ask michael now he says the same thing got it ready to go just need to do some tweaks so I don't yeah. know whether it's him I don't know whether the they're not picking it up at the the you know um there's nobody to produce it but um I did hear <laughs> that it was originally Michael had originally gone to um Stan Winston uh, to produce this movie and um Stan had wanted to take it in a direction where he wanted it to be like a typical anthology where none of it interlinks. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like Creepshow did.
1: So uh, he I'm had fine with
0: that. But Stan Winston was going to direct one episode. Toby Hooper was going to do one. George Romero was going to do one and John Carpenter was going to do one. They all came on board for Trip I, or Treat with those four guys. i one of this before. Yeah. But Michael didn't like the idea of it not tying in like being a full circle, and oh. Stan wasn't interested in tying it up that way. And my and so Michael went to Brian Singer, who he'd obviously worked with on X-Men too, and said, Look,
1: mm-hmm.
0: help me, I want to do this, humor me, please. And mm-hmm. Brian went, okie dokie. Off you go. And you know, that's where he had all the connections with all the X-Men cast, that the makes comic makes books a lot of
1: and sense.
0: Yeah, that makes right.
1: a lot of sense well the next one is principal it's i fucking funny. love this so really? much so you've got the you've got this the principal and you've got his son who's a little dick but he's class <laughs> at the same time and um, his name on
0: chucky they based yes. his look on chucky I
1: thought it's really clever. There is, like I said, there's so many references um, throughout this film. And I actually have a list of just even some of them. It's not even all of them. There's but there is a lot of references. One, The big main one is Brian Cox, who is their neighbour, yeah. um, who keeps shouting at him because he's a grumpy old bastard. Um, and we'll get into Brian's story in a bit. But Brian's look is John Carpenter. Yeah because
0: of the word I fucking, Halloween. I
1: fucking loved it and the thing yeah. the thing cuz yeah. the thing the thing is referenced in here as well um yeah I fucking loved the and when I when I knew I knew what I could see properly I was like oh that's amazing so yeah Brian Cox is their neighbor grumpy old bastard that's what we think but this principle is just the fucking best <laughs>
0: he's a nerd by day yep Fucking serial killer by night, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And anyone's fair game. He does Anyone. not
1: discriminate. He does not. But he, he, this horrible little shit of a kid, is kicking pumpkins, <laughs> and he gives him some. You know, it's it's Halloween. He gives him some candy, and that.
0: And what why. did he not
1: do? He didn't check his candy.
0: What? Right, so the little shit bag.
1: And he fucking died. <laughs>
0: God knows what was in it but uh that was one of the urban legends to do with halloween wasn't it that um well, you'd look, have no, razor blades ha- and
1: poison. but it actually it actually happened um i think there's a couple of cases in america where candy candy oh my god i'm not american sweets <laughs> <laughs> yeah chocolate had been tampered tampered with by some um really grumpy parents um but they used to, in America, you can correct us, you can come for us. This is just what I've heard on podcasts and anything to do with true crime related. They had centers set up where parents could take the bag of sweets and have them checked over to make sure that, you know, there was nothing I'm foreign. Yeah. yeah, Nothing foreign sitting in there, you know, no razor blades or anything like that. How do you test for poison? I don't know. But I think you've got to be a fucking level, like a really level of cleverness to be able to.
0: To do Seems a something bit redundant like doesn't it let's be yeah. wasting that it, time
1: it does but he, he kills this kid which is fucking glorious yeah. um and he's burying him and with along with whoever the hell that is it's because there was another guy in there and all while this is going on his kid is shouting I can't stop laughing at this because yeah. it cracks us up the kid is shouting of his dad and you can see him getting more and more agitated and the yeah. kid getting more and more annoyed and then it cuts to a scene of swing and you really think, and I really thought, he was going to kill his kid. Yeah. And he wasn't.
0: No. And he didn't. <laughs> no, father and son activities. Yes. Was <laughs> it with the head? It was the head of the kid that was puking mm-hmm. up at not so long before. Um, I know they had some issues with the sensors on that whole scene at the beginning because Brian and Michael liked the idea of showing him um, Principal Wilkins struggle getting the kid in because yeah. the kid the kid isn't exactly um, athletically built. Shall he was we a say. healthy
1: he was a healthy child.
0: He liked the candy that was in the bag, and um, each their own. I'm not here to to shame, but lad had a good appetite, shall we say? And they wanted to show him struggling bringing him in because there was going to be like this whole slapstick moment, and uh, the censors were like, "It's a kid, no."
1: it's physical comedy i thought yeah. that i thought they were only weird with children if it's face on so um example walking dead yeah the first episode of the walking dead with the little girl and rick shoots her in the face yeah and they do the same with sophia as well you'll notice that you can't actually see sophia get f- face foot face forward shot you have to either see it from the side or not see it at all right and it'd be an aftermath that's what they can't show is right. the kid actually getting shot? Right, face forward, and I always thought that was the case. So, but he's just got a, a sack. Yeah. Or w- w- would it be a headless kid?
0: It'd be a headless kid in the sack, but that's why you never see him cut his head off. You just see him like he's in the kid's got he's got like vomit all over his shoulder, which nice. technically isn't because the vomit that he was throwing up was actually chocolate syrup. Because I saw the back behind the scenes. Um. Info about it, and the the young lad. I've never seen anything like this, but I know this is how they do it. But the tube that they had going up the lad's uh, back, up his back, and into his mouth, ear, was all round this side. And obviously, they did all the shooting from mm, this side. From the side, yeah. And um, the the tube in itself was like this. It was huge. This lad, just to bring out the amount that because well, because it was
1: quite, it was quite, um, it was quite a volume of sick. <laughs>
0: That was a lot, and but apparently they were eating wounded.
1: it. They oh, were all eating it. Ah, you dirty bastards! It was.
0: It was. Um. It was made from like a thick chocolate syrup, but the lad kept saying it had this really weird gritty texture that made him feel quite like un. He didn't like the sensation, not so much the taste. He said the taste was okay, but the sensation of it being all gritty because I... it has obviously gone from being hot to cold and got all. It was, like, it was like, no, I struggled with that towards the end. And I thought, oh, God, I bet you did I'm not. I'm not
1: fucking surprised. I just generally love that scene. The principal, I just, I should hate him. Obviously, with the, <laughs> with one of the other scenes, I should really, really hate him. But I just don't. There's just something about him that's, like,
0: intriguing. He, he actually, though, he is the only one that actively respects Sam's wishes and vocalises Sam's wishes. Because he says, should have checked your candy. Yeah, um, and he also says something about like blowing out the jack o' lanterns. Well, he was um, destroying them. the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he's the only one that doesn't get killed by the hands of Sam.
1: No, he so does not.
0: It's when he offers all those kids come up um, that are in the next story, looking for a jack o' lantern for charity, um, and then as they his, he lets them have it and they, they run away. Sam is standing behind them. And he goes, he, he has his, like, box of candy and he shakes it out. And went, did you not get one? And he offered Sam some candy. So Sam took it and he went and because he was really chuffed because he was, like, watching and, He just yeah. skips off. He just off skips he off. Off he trots. He just skips off. All the sweets in this was
1: all, they couldn't get any that was licensed um, yeah. candy. So they had to make up their own, which I think is cool because if you buy any of the trick-or-treat or Sam's, merchandise a lot comes with the i can't remember what the candy is called but oh,
0: that's what it's called <laughs>
1: right. yeah so it, you it's all it's all been made up for this one now the next one halloween school bus massacre was not my favorite is not my favorite story however i love the tie-in with another character yeah which I don't, I'm going to have a build up to this. I'm going to try and do, yeah. So this one is the kids finding the pump, wanting, to, wanting the pumpkins to chart, chart Reap. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I'll be like, what? Yeah. Why? Can fucking buy your own.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm trying to steal mine. Um, and they, gosh, you're going to have to remind us because I do kind of zone out on this bit. They go to a mining shaft where a bus was.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, help um, me out here. They go to an old mine shaft quarry place, and um, it's the three kids, and they've got a young lady with difficulties or special needs. I'm not really entirely sure what the PC word of, way of saying it is these days, because I'm sure I've got it wrong. But um, she has learning difficulties, so they take they they bring her along with them, mm-hmm. and um, she pulls. She has a little red uh wagon and she pulls pumpkins in her wagon that are lit mm. with her and her name's rhonda i think i want to say rhonda um and basically when they get to the quarry one of the girl the, the girls from the, the group of four that have asked her to come along tells the story about the massacre so they then go on and say about like um she she tells the story about how there was a, a school bus. They don't give a specific time. And according to the costume designer lady that was on this, she said all she was told was it has to be timeless, yet give off the impression that it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So that's why all the costumes are very rudimentary. Yeah, they're a bit dull,
1: Yeah, let's be honest.
0: because they wanted to show that it wasn't now, so mm-hmm. that they weren't like super duper ones. They were sort of homemade slash store-bought crappy ones basically and i don't know if you noticed and you probably have done because you've probably got it in your notes but when the school bus when they do the flashback the school bus comes up and christine the car the plymouth yes. fury is is I in, the, did in, the have shop. That in my notes that's your stephen king reference <laughs> <laughs> there's more than one and um yeah he th- they drive the bus basically uh the driver gets paid to drive this bus of kids with learning difficulties off the cliff. Um, And he parks up the bus. And he goes and gives all the kids some candy to try and calm them down. But they've all been strapped into the seats with with chains. And uh, the, the young lad that's the Dracula freaks out, manages to get his shackles off and tries to move the bus to go home. But he doesn't know how to drive and he ends up driving them off the cliff into the quarry. And that's where the bus sinks, and only the bus driver came out of the water at the end. Mm. Um, so that's the recap on that. But then, um when they're telling when she's telling the story to Rhonda and um the other guys, she then says, "Right, we're going to take these eight pumpkins down into the quarry as a not a sacrifice, but like a an offering to. The ghost children of the bus crash, and therein lies what happens next. So yes,
1: yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I'll keep going then.
0: <laughs> Please do. Uh,
1: I honestly I zone I, I do zone out on this one. It's and this is what on if Dead Meat had never explained it and the yeah. ending, I was uh, but that and that kind of intrigued us a bit more. I was like, Oh, maybe I should have like paid attention.
0: No there go. So they go down anyway to the bottom to give the offerings out and um the bully girl the main bully girl is um sort of hyping up the situation and she's like oh oh you know like bring the get you. level up um because the the three three of them go down first and then it's Rhonda and the pirate boy go down second now she acts really brave because she hears screaming and stuff so she says to him when she shuts him back into the the lift you stay here and don't let the lights go out. They'll keep you safe in the pumpkins.
1: Yeah. She knows. She knows.
0: And um, so the kid doesn't, obviously, because what kids ever listen to anybody? Um, and they play a really bad trick on her where they dress up like the ghoul children. Yes, that's the right. The
1: big dickheads, aren't they?
0: It's awful. And then she falls back, smashes her head, comes around, sees them, starts screaming and running away. And um, as she's running away, they start they you know the um the boy gets a conscience and he's like no this is really bad we've really upset her i was like oh what you think that now after you've just traumatized Dicks. this kid <laughs> you fucking fucking dick. and um and i can say that because i don't care they are the fucking one um, i ain't no
1: one's parent <laughs>
0: no, <so near. laughs> she she's absolutely devastated this poor girl and uh so he says, pack it in now, we're going home. So they all give in begrudgingly. Uh, and as the main bully girl kicks the last lantern into the lake, all of a sudden they start hearing like laughing and voices and weird shit. And they all think it's each other playing tricks on each other. Um, and so Rhonda gets freaked out and she runs back and gets into the lift, locks herself in the lift. And as the, the others, yeah. As the others are trying to run to the lift, obviously they're slowly getting picked off one by one, and then they're banging on the lift, asking her to put her back in, and she thinks that they're playing another trick on her, so she just presses the up button and leaves them there. Off she bye fuckers. Yeah, pretty much. Off she fucks to the top, um, and they're left to their demise. As she gets out, Sam's there watching her, and uh, she grabs a little red wagon, looks at him. He, he nods at her, and then off she trots so
1: she I just, passed his test i i don't know i wish now knowing what i know now because the ending didn't sometimes didn't make quite sense to us however it is fucking brilliant mm-hmm. so i am sorry that i really rolled my eyes a lot during when i was watching the halloween school bus massacre i should have been paying more attention to it because it's brilliant and we will we will get to the big reveal um, surprise party is next, and I do fucking really like this one too.
0: Yes, because the little sod that is Quill Lord actually got his actual cameo as himself
1: slash. Yes, he is the he's the little kid in the costume shop. He's the
0: peekaboo bastard. That's what who yes. he is.
1: Yes. Um the get little kid who played Quinn Lord, who probably is no little kid now, who played Quinn Lord, who played Sam is Quinn yeah. Lord. Um, and he is uh he has his own little cameo in this in this bit, but this is Anna Paquin's performance. Mm-hmm. If you call it, it that. <laughs> it's just the guy was like on dead meat, he was just dead. What did he say about that? She's so key. She's <laughs> only <just laughs> kept saying. Yeah, she should be powerful. She's sucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So this is this is the one that is meant to be a shocker. Mm-hmm. But if you if you're really paying attention, you can yeah. see it all before it happens. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, but, are all there, all there. But it is a big shocker when you're watching it for the first time. And yeah. um, as we see these girls going through what probably is just a very atypical scene at Halloween. With girls of that age, you know, wanting to get dressed up, going out and about. And Why going does everything
0: got to be slutty, though? Yeah,
1: that was, it was slushy, slutty. red I, underst-
0: I understand from their point of view, because it makes sense for the end game. Yeah. But, like, no one needs a sexy slimer. <laughs> <laughs> sexy slimer. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Them
1: girls, are they are good fun. They are. Like, you can they tell was, they're not really bothered. They're just doing yeah. it to
0: get to what they need It's yes. the purpose of the end game. And they have a party
1: where each one has a date. Yes. And it's just—it's not actually a party. It's a gathering of nine girls and nine guys. Yes. And the only person who doesn't have a date is Anna Paquin, because this is her first
0: time. Ugh. I just, it, it, that narrative at the time when i first watched it i kept thinking "Ooh, yeah why what like i don't want
1: to see this i, I know this, what's coming next this I really true blood I we've see all seen now. our boobs we don't need to see them again no it's all good but it was completely the opposite and um, it's everything we wanted her to do in true blood in <laughs> actual fact um, and <laughs> so she finds a date which just so happens to be a masked serial killer yes who again just so happens to be the fucking principal. Principal Wilkins, you sly dog. He looks fucking cool in that mask. Now that's the Phantom of the Opera mask. Not Claude <laughs> Rian's bullshit. That's that was a mask.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. whoever made that, hats off, that was a, a really intricate piece of work as well, yeah. all in the leather. It looked so.
1: beautiful. Um, yeah, so it is the principal who turns out to be the masked serial killer who bites her. He has fangs, which I thought, I think that's obviously throw threw you off the scent. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yes, he has these fangs and he bites Anna, Anna Paquin, who then in turn bites him back. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's called consequences that's what that's yeah. called yeah. these are the consequences of
1: your actions <laughs> consequence consequence oh god i tick tock video videos going at me
0: right now oh no seen it? oh, no. oh, oh no, no, no 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 um i've been yeah. poisoned by social media oh me. i
1: hate you tick tock but i love tick tock <laughs> um yeah so yeah anna paquin bites him back because all these girls mm-hmm. are werewolves, and when they, she's referring oh. to her first time, this is her first kill, yes. And the transformation of these werewolves is fantastic. I really like it. I really like it.
0: I think it, it they, I watched it behind the scenes, as I said earlier. Um, and they were showing how they made the there's, there's a wolf, once they're fully transformed, that is supposed to be her sister, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Great name, by the way. Mm. Um, <laughs> but she's next Oh, my to... God, we're both featured in this film? Yeah, isn't it amazing? But I'm more like Sam because I'm two foot four. Um, mm. <laughs> and I've probably got one of those orange suits somewhere I just sit around. I anyway. want one. Uh, <laughs> it hasn't got butt flat, though. Yeah. Um,
1: my unicorn one does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not, I shall ask no further questions. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, they the showing... on <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to berate you like I'm sure the boys do, but uh, each to their own. Um, but yeah, it's the, the, this is bit where they're, they're, they've got the that what's supposed to be Danielle peeking over her shoulder, watching her do yeah. her first kill. But that's her sh- sister, isn't it? they were tr- and they showed how they made up the actress um the that they basically glued her into this wolf suit mm-hmm. um and the only bit that you can actually see of her face which you can't see on screen is here because yeah. the head is placed so that the mouth is here and the snout is here so she's got her head right down nice when they're filming that bit and this was all animatronics so it was the only way that they could uh, have all the servos and everything working in the head to get that blinking and getting the head movement. She they wanted it to still be very fluid, so that's why they used mm. an actual person from that down, but they, they couldn't get the nuances in the face right unless they used animatronics for that bit. So, I
1: I love that idea. I love the fact that they didn't go too clever with it and yeah. try and fuck it up because they could have done CGI transfer, they could have done, they could have started with, you know, um, who did. Who did Landis's? uh was it? It was Rick Baker. Rick, Baker. Rick Baker's yeah. transformation, which is you know, it's iconic and it's what it's the it's the guy it's the starting point and the guideline to yeah. the transformation. But they they didn't need to do that, and if they had, it would have ruined that scene. Doing yeah. it with the animatronics, doing it with the actual people worked perfectly. The lowering down to lift back up, and you've got your werewolf. That is more than enough. There's I'd not love- enough time in that scene to do no. something so clever that you could mess it up.
0: But I've always had this very this very question that in this universe of trick-or-treat land, mm-hmm. they actually answered for me because I've always said, is the hair underneath the skin and do they shed their skin or does their skin just melt away when they change? I've always had questions about werewolves. Like, I've always been curious. I know, let's be honest, I know they're not real. But in a hypothetical land of trick-or-treat world, they are. So I've always wondered, but it was the way they just peeled it off like silicone. And I know some people have an issue with it because they're like, oh, that looks really cheap. You can tell that's silicone. Yeah, you can. But if you're pretending to be, if you're something in something else's skin, when you peel it off.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It does to me anyway. But I should question werewolves more. But I don't <laughs> because Larry showed me perfectly how he transforms and transforms back. So it
0: just got weird. It's
1: fine. Exactly. Jack Pace just came <laughs> on and went, just...
0: <laughs> Where's my gun? Where's my
1: gun? <laughs> um, it is just, a, it's a spectacular scene. It is, I thoroughly enjoy yeah. that story, even though like, the catty girl in us is like, Oh, uh, uh, no, uh, don't like that. Uh, too bad. But no, I really do love that scene
0: i did find out though in that scene you know her sister's trying to set her up with the the big baby guy that's in the halloween part that guy is actually the same guy who played the big baby in 13 ghosts yes that is on my reference (laughs) yeah and i was like i see what you did there warner brothers because warner brothers has the right to both i was like I don't remember what came first because my brain's not. I don't remember what year. Oh, I didn't write "do" either. Thirteen Ghosts come out, but that is clever. If Thirteen Ghosts so come out first and he's there, that's clever. But if this come out first and then they thought, "Oh, we know the perfect guy to cast with Thirteen Ghosts," that's really clever as well. So it's just I that really, was yeah,
1: it is. It's absolutely brilliant. He was on my my reference list. Um the next, one... Oh, actually. Fun fact: um, Anna Paquin's character is yeah. a homage to Laurie Strode. She her name is Laurie, and yeah. it was a it was a nod to Halloween and Laurie.
0: And Danielle was a nod to Danielle Harris. Yes, as well. It was also like
1: Halloween. in Halloween. So yes, you have your Halloween reference in there. The next one is Sam.
0: This My is the little dude,
1: the little guy. Um, yes, this is the, the now, oh, memory shocking, but this is the Brian Cox moment, isn't it? This is him in Brian Cox's house. It's
0: not the conclusion. No, I mean, to be fair, it, it literally finishes with Sam sitting on a log watching Anna Paquin eat the principal. Yeah, see, um, sorry, I should
1: have said, Anna, Sam's there, he's watching right. it all. He's, he's just it. taking it in, just watching. He's just cause... sitting there with just. Calm as a cucumber, just or cool as a
0: cucumber and just or even yeah. calm as a cucumber, cucumbers are calm. Because he wasn't innocent, even though Principal Wilkins followed the rules, he still technically He was a bad guy hurt, and he killed the woman basically and she was an innocent yeah. um, at the Mardi Gras thing, so he had to go. Um and then I don't know why, but it just quickly cuts that there's no tie-in in between that
1: and then the and next, next story no because i generally can't remember how he ends up at brian cox's house
0: well there's a oh the it's the trick treaters yeah,
1: yeah and he and he doesn't have that's right and he doesn't have anything but he does and he just won't give it because sam goes into the house to go and fucking retrieve it <laughs>
0: because he sets his little dog in a spider costume or a skeleton costume with light-up eyes. He sets the little dog on all these trick-or-treaters. So. Horrible man, by the way.
1: <laughs> Not the nicest. No. But, yeah, Sam actually kicks seven shades of shit out of him. Um, but this is the moment where you get to see the reveal of underneath the burlap sap. Burlap. Burlap sack. That's the one. Christ. And you get to see Sam's real face. Which yeah. is a pumpkin. Yeah. A very scary pumpkin. Which yeah. why why would it not be?
0: Well, it wouldn't be a turnip. I mean, okay, I'll give the Americans that. I mean, we might have invented oh, technically crikey. Halloween. And we we, we did we not used come turnips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did not come up with yes, I will granted, yes, we were soaking up the fact that we came up with Halloween. Yeah. Okay, but we did not come up with halloween like no because okay. as kids we had turnips instead of pumpkins it's only been in the last few years and this is no fucking joke americans it's only been in the last few years of pumpkins has been a thing here because we had turnips
0: yeah which were like trying to carve wood yes with a spoon let's be honest
1: <laughs> but god bless our parents for fucking they doing tried. it and attaching that string to the top and it just oh my god it was so fucking dangerous like that was a fire hazard <laughs> waiting to happen because it just used to, it was so heavy um and if we want if we wanted a witch's costume fucking mother got the bin bags out the you know to the pound shop because yeah we have a i think you call it like the dollar star we have a the pound fake shop fake fingernails the witch's fingers the plastic fingers yeah. that used to sit yeah and it had the it was green with a red with red think i fucking love them that's and when then they came was... in the
0: pack with the really bad
1: vampire <laughs> yeah or the really <laughs> shit face paint that you really like it was a white a red a yellow and a blue like i'm not yeah. going as a fucking clown like <laughs> We, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, the bin bag, fucking the, the bin bag.
0: It was always a bin bag, no matter what. It, oh, my matter. God. I went as Frankenstein one year. I dressed up as Frankenstein. Still ended up somehow in a bin bag. Don't the, know the, how that was possible. The black plastic
1: hat with the green hair attached. Can you remember that?
0: <laughs> they were waffle thin. They were like this. Were like, right, don't.
1: <laughs> Whose fucking hair was that, man?
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was like a placa hat. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. my
1: Lord! Oh, that was that was that was throughout the United Kingdom. Like there are some differences when it comes down to the United Kingdom because we have very different accents, and but we will never not not have grown up with the them. Bin Halloween. No. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bin bag was used for everything. Bin bag for a sledge. <laughs> I've got a massive hill around the back of mine.
0: And we used to quit the bin bags and just fucking strap ourselves in and go down. Well, just in case you don't know, a bin bag's a garbage bag. I mean, I, I think it's quite obvious, but just in case.
1: I generally don't know what our American to English ratio is of listening. No. But I'm just trying to cover all grounds here because I don't want someone to go, what's that? <laughs> Come again? Um Yeah. So everyone in, the, in, everyone in the UK would have had that type of Halloween if you grew up when me and Dan were growing up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a long time ago. Many, many moons ago. It's great looking at all the nostalgia pages on TikTok and it's like, can you remember these? And I'm like,
0: fuck, man, you're (laughs) talking (laughs) to. (laughs) <laughs> I'm already rolling that bloody date back too far when I'm having to put in my date of birth on things now. So Oh, just...
1: be it's... Yeah, I noticed the other day I'm going way back. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is getting out of hand now. And I have ticked a new fucking box. <laughs> the 35 to 40-something 35 box. to 45. Like, yeah. why couldn't you just do it in tens? Like, 20 to 30, 30 to 40. Because I, I want you to
0: five. feel bad about aging. <laughs> I
1: don't understand the five. Yeah, so I've ticked in. i uh, I'm going up a box. Uh, <laughs> so yes, Sam kicks seven shades of shit yes. out of but he doesn't kill him.
0: No. Because he wants him to learn a lesson.
1: Yes. This is like Sam's. He's not a he's not an unreasonable person. I don't think there's any talk and no. The- leslie bibb from being a miserable bitch, so i get that but yes he wants he thinks he's got a redeeming quality in him and he thinks he can there's something you can learn a lesson from this i think there's the whole you?
0: thing um there's the whole thing with when they're having the fight you find out how supernatural sam is in this mm-hmm. moment because Sam is climbing the walls. Um, he he can he climbs across the ceiling and jumps on him. Um,
1: yeah, it's fucking great watching it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he uh, gets shot twice to the like the once to the body, and once to the face I think, or twice in the face. I can't
1: remember if it touched his face, but I do remember him getting shot in the body.
0: There's definitely pumpkin goo everywhere. Ah, oh, that's right, the seeds. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, I can't remember how, but somehow his hand comes off. I can't remember if it gets cut off or shot off, but his hand gets caught off. And that is when they do the hark back to Mr. Carpenter. Yeah. And they say the famous quote, you've got to be fucking kidding me. When the spider head falls off and starts crawling off and the two guys turn around, take one look at that, and that's the line that they come out with. And Brian Cox actually asked him if he could play the part as John Carpenter because he, he'd met him a few years back. And he said, every time people bring up Halloween, they think Michael Myers.
1: Mm-hmm. He said,
0: I think John Carpenter. So mm-hmm. I want to look like John Carpenter. So he like proper nodded all the way through. It, I think it was really clever.
1: Really I think clever. it's absolutely brilliant. Like it's such, like, there's you can, I mean, they, they obviously reference Laurie, but you can reference Halloween just using Michael Myers alone. But to use John Carpenter is never normally seen, even though yeah. you don't have Michael without John. Um, so yes, he 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 lets him go. Mr. Cox takes his first, he's all bandaged up, and he takes his first knock at the door. And what does he have in his hand but candy? for the children who have come trick-or-treating. But these are not any ordinary children. These are some fucked up ghost children who have come for their revenge. Because as we find in the conclusion of the comic that you will only see in comic strip form is that Brian Cox's character was the bus driver from the bus driver from the school bus massacre. Yeah, and I the fucking last hate... bits you see. I hate the fact Go that on. I only found that out yesterday.
0: Well, when you see the last moments before it turns into the comic strip, you see the photo of the bus driver and all the kids taken yeah. outside the bus. Um, and you see that's what he was burning on the fire, photos and photos. Yeah. And so you don't actually see his death. And with all of the murders, you never see the actual murders take place
1: no you don't the scene so he counted nine men at the because he, he says that he he couldn't quite he couldn't quite tell if there was nine men at the campfire with the werewolves but had to only guess that there was because there was nine women yeah and he
0: still framed it but you never see them die no nobody see that you see them get attacked but you don't mm. see them die, so. Uh, when they did the end scene where they got their all the kids got their revenge on the bus driver, Mr. Mm-hmm. Grieg or whatever his name was, it was done in comic book format
1: mm-hmm. to
0: take the edge off. Yeah. But, but to I know actually that he got his comeuppance. Yeah. And it was there. It was Sam got up and walked away because it was there. That was their the innocence. Yeah. It was, yeah, because they were the innocent and yeah. he had obviously. We had intention on harming them, but I found out that all of the kids on the bus for that original scene, and I don't know if they were the same kids that played the end scene, but they were all actually kids that were genuinely um from this background—a background with disabilities. Right. So they—they they actually used kids, yeah, that were playing themselves if that makes sense.
1: It does. It um, does.
0: I get what you mean. Yeah, and apparently they had the best time. They interviewed some of these kids and they were like, I'm in a movie. I'm having the best day ever. Oh. And and it was it was great to see how excited they were. I I don't know if they had any idea what was going on, Mike, but oh, they really them. just oh, what... really rejoin themselves and um yeah and they they said well you know you, If you have a dwarf, you, you hire a dwarf for the part. If you want an extra tall person, you hire an extra tall person. Why can't we hire kids with it's, disabilities? It's, repre- it's
1: representation.
0: Which That's back in what... 2007, mm-hmm. not done that often, let's be honest. Not,
1: so... not at all. Then we have the conclusion. So I can't remember the if the comic book strip happens i think that's how the movie ends yes so the conclusion actually happens before we see i just got way too excited to tell you all about brian Cross's character um even though if you haven't watched trick-or-treat you really need to yeah (laughs) and it is one of those it's like it's like horror 101 yes if you want to get into the into the horror community you gotta know about sam massively um but yeah the conclusion kind of this is where everything ties up and we get to we get to see and a little girl with her truck she she walks she's walking away yeah we know that she's safe um and the end part is where we come back to the very beginning of the movie
0: yeah
1: and we see leslie Bibb throwing a fucking fit and ready to you know, take down all of Halloween, and her husband warning her: you should never blow out a lantern before before midnight. And then we see Sam, and yeah, we know I that worry. it was yeah, that we know that it is Sam who killed Lizzie Bib. Because I don't think you see him at the beginning. I think it's just a a movement and a whoosh, but not a not an actual visual look of him.
0: But they do such a bloody good job with the timeline in this because you will always see the other story actors in mm-hmm. the background of the mm-hmm. of each story so when um the when miserable um Leslie Bibb is there with her partner you see when they do the pan around you see the ghost kids exiting the house and walking down the stairs yeah um obviously they're all in black because you can't it doesn't focus but if you look you see them walking down the stairs so the very tail end of the movie is the beginning of the movie, so that's why it circles round, and I find it so clever.
1: Yeah, um, because the girls from the werewolf scene are coming back. Yep. from their night out, and they are all pissing their pants, laughing, and having the best time. Yeah, and that, and obviously that would make sense because there there's things happening at the beginning of the night because Leslie's coming home at the end of the night. So when you see Leslie coming, yeah, I get it. I
0: get it. yeah and there's all little bits like um when the kid that principal Wilkins kills is dragging his bag of sweets up the road you see him he bumps into all the girls uh the werewolf girls then one of the werewolf girls accidentally barges into mega Bitch bib and then it's like you just see them like all dotted around in the background of all the stories and I just think it's such an excellent use of Mm -hmm. characters and i know that they they managed to shoot this in a total of 40 days this entire movie was shot in 40 days
1: yes with 18 drafts of the script
0: crazy isn't it absolutely crazy because he wanted to when he was editing it he said he had absolute nightmare editing it because he wanted more horror
1: yeah
0: oh my god he had so much horror but he couldn't figure out how to intertwine it and keep it keep the pace.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, the end product is absolutely brilliant. I love how it all inter- interlinks with each other, especially now, especially now that I know that Brian Cox is a bus driver and that's why them <laughs> kids are there. I was always very confused by the end. I'm like, oh, OK, <laughs> that's that's well, great. Um nor pumpkins were harmed in the making of this movie. Every single one of them was made out of form.
0: Yeah, I heard that and uh, because they they said that after doing one or two pumpkins, you would get really, really bored, plus they couldn't keep them. They
1: rot very quickly once they've been carved out.
0: Yeah. Um, My favourite tagline, because I think there was three or four taglines from this movie, but my favourite one was, poison, drowning, claw or knife, so many ways to take a life. Oh, I never saw that one. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know where what country that tagline was in, but when I saw that one, I was like, I really like that one.
1: I always so, knew I wanted to use the follow the rules of Halloween because, like I said at the beginning, of the YouTube channel I used to watch, you <laughs> said obey the rules of Halloween. And um, the references. I'm gonna go through the references before we start wrapping this up. Um, yep. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, right? Yep. Song of the yep. South. That she sang by someone. Yeah. Uh, it's now this one is lost on us because this is not. Well, it's lost on me, Um it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown.
0: It, yeah, the, the something to do. It's a massive thing in America for Thanksgiving slash Christmas, and I, I never been into peanuts. I I only know Snoopy because I yeah. had a pair of socks with him on when I was Snoopy
1: little. Snoopy was see we we got Snoopy, but yeah. we didn't get Charlie Brown. No, he was just a. Thing.
0: Old child, which was yeah. weird.
1: Yeah, but we had Snoopy was a very big kind of pop culture um presence in the UK. Like yeah. my auntie is obsessed with Snoopy.
0: Snoopy but I can in Woodstock. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Halloween, obviously. Yeah. Superman.
0: Yes. The, the thing, f- uh, the music, wasn't it? Yeah. They had on hold music that, and even went to this day when you talk to Michael Doherty, he says, "I don't know how we got the the, the rights to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing, mm-hmm. Evil Dead, really?
1: Mm, Lost Boys and Nightbreed,
0: really? Yeah, those last three have shot me somewhat.
1: Yeah, they are they are references
0: held within Trick or Treat. Yeah. I know Vincent Price is actually in the film. What? Yes, <laughs> but. Uh, it's a cameo in the respect of the. I think he's
1: very much dead at this point.
0: Yes, uh, it's playing on one of the TVs in the background, and I think it's House on Haunted Hill or (gasps) one of Vincent's movies. It's playing on the background, and you see Vincent Price. So he actually got a little tiny little cameo in the movie as well.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> I reckon Vincent should just be in every movie, but that's just me and my personal take.
0: I've actually um, started watching that bloodbath on Netflix with Vincent. Oh, is it Inc. any good with Kenny Everett? Is um, it
1: funny? Uh, it's it look the trip the you know when it shows you like a snippet. Mm-hmm. It looks
0: funny. It's of its time. That's what I'm going to say. The 70s. It's of its time. If you could put yourself in that 70s comedy.
1: I think I could. Um, um, it's like a carry-on
0: film with Vincent Price. Basically, it, it's, bizarre. it's bizarre. I'm not
1: very. I'm not easily offended, and no. I I understand. Period. Like, I love old movies and can understand where we are when I'm when I'm watching this and it's 2023 yeah. and you know times have moved on. I I yeah. totally get that. But have you ever seen Witchfinder General?
0: I haven't. I have. Heard Please don't
1: watch it. <laughs> if we do, Vincent Price, don't watch it. It's so bad. I will, I can't ugh. describe how how bad that movie is, and people love it, and it's it's only be it's honestly it's just a lot of dialogue, yeah, a lot of dialogue, and ugh. not a not a lot going on. Ugh. Right, <laughs> I'll note that mental
0: note. No. no, just don't watch
1: it. I thoroughly enjoy Trick or Treat is a movie. I think Sam is a horror icon is and that's what he is he's a horror icon now is absolutely amazing the Morgan and wise on merchandise will always be a top favorite for people in the horror community and um, i don't have a lot i have a little sam and i had to be talking to getting that because <laughs> i am a. am one of these people who like hesitate buys and then go yeah then i, then I just go over the top i have a beautiful um pin that was designed by Creature from the Black Tattoo, who was here. I have the Sam pin. I couldn't not have like. I wanted the Creature and um, can't think of any but her. And then I wanted Sam, and it's massive. Is it really? It's really yeah. It's a decent. It's a really good size for a pin.
0: I'm gonna bully him on Saturday. I'm gonna. I'll drop Rob off for his tattoo, and I'll say, "Excuse me, here, you, Mister. Where's my mm-hmm. pin? Where I'll, I need to see this with my eyes." I mean, I'm sure
1: you're it, but you can see it of him too. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'll steal it and run away and go, ha-ha. <laughs> it's a
1: beautiful, honestly, it is a beautiful pin.
0: Um, Anything more before we wrap up? Um, <laughs> just a couple of little things. I mean, if mm-hmm. we go back to the design of the werewolves in the werewolf scene, yeah, they said that other than ginger snaps um, and in the howling, I think there was a werewolf queen. There was no female werewolves in movies at that point so the howling was 1980 mm. i think or 1980 it was the early 80s um so you had the, the werewolf queen in that ginger snaps was late 90s early 2000s so yeah
1: that's part of that um that spike in teen horror yeah like round about the h2 wars and isn't it isn't it? I'm not yeah, that it, it, yeah i've never seen ginger snaps that's only because I've never really had, like, an infinite of love for werewolf movies until we started doing this.
0: (laughs) Well, Catherine Isabel, obviously everybody knows her as American Mary, but if they don't know her as anything else, highly recommend go watch the first Ginger Snaps. You don't have to watch all three or four, however many there are, um, but go watch the first one. It has Elizabeth Perkins in it as well, who played Beverly Marsh in the IT TV show, um, with tim curry um i watched it i had insomnia one night and i was flicking channels as you do and i watched it and it was on and i watched it and i thought my god i really like that but i don't know whether it was delirium at the time so i gave it a couple of months found it watched it again loved it just as much so still the
1: same i, w- I worked with the um makeup artist's sister
0: yeah <laughs> it's, it's honestly a lot of boys fell in love and women fell in love and
1: i don't understand why i didn't it didn't find me because the aesthetics yeah. of it is very much of my taste at that time it's yeah. the craft all over again
0: basically with werewolves it's yeah it, but and no witchcraft but um but you yeah. know what i mean that kind of
1: look like that we all had the look because we'd seen the craft and i yeah. don't understand how that never fell into my wheelhouse
0: but yeah so they hadn't really have had that much female presence so when Michael said right okay we are going to have some uh, like a gang of female werewolves in in the thing don't know how they came about speaking to patrick Totopoulos, but they did and i'm sure that's how he says his name so if it is it is
1: patrick tetopulus
0: i shall call him patrick westmore uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: which you did to <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> um mr westmore <laughs> um he if you're not familiar, Patrick Tatopoulos designed all the werewolves f- digitally. He was a digital designer, isn't he, um, mm-hmm. or a pen and paper designer? He's a, a concept.
1: Sense. He's a concept
0: artist. Yeah, I couldn't think of the words. He did all the werewolves for Underworld. So, and, when... and that
1: give him right to judge and make a Bartashaw. Just saying, <laughs> just putting that out there. Just
0: <laughs> not that he was actually married to no. or dating. Said Mackenzie Westmore, but you know. Uh-uh. <laughs> Nepotism. nepotism um <laughs> <Hey>. yeah <laughs> he um he designed them and i actually showed sammy some of the pictures oh, the concept beautiful. art now they were i will say beautiful. the guy I could draw because you stunning concept design
1: wise like don't get us wrong i totally get his place on face off i did get it because concept design is the important that's you don't have the final look without that yeah you don't because we all know if any artist knows i'm not i'm no artist but i can kind of understand you have to have an idea in your head otherwise it just goes everywhere yeah but i just i hated the fact that he used to pick on the makeup and i was like how fuck, you don't fucking, <laughs> this is not your place this is not you should look at the fact of the concept art and then look at the final product and judge that you shouldn't be allowed to go well them edges and me 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 fuck off rent over
0: um but i will say what day is it today today is monday the 30th so yeah two days ago saturday i actually have met this is fucking weird when i'm saying it like on this on saturday the 28th i met v neil tom savini and greg nicotero um because i wasn't actually here no how was Probably it? Probably great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when I get back. <laughs> but yeah, I've met. I technically, at that point in time when you're seeing this, I've met all three of them at, at Spooky Empire. But technically I, am, when I I am I'm not doing this, the whole time travel shit.
1: I am this not doing it. the whole time travel shit. But we are
0: in the future. <laughs> no, we're in the past. We're in the past massively. Because massively, Danielle goes to America over Halloween because christmas um and we're buggering off to america for two weeks so uh hence why we've recorded this in the past
1: in the past for you to have for in the future
0: yeah
1: in the future and i am still stuck here <laughs> <laughs> But I've had my holidays this year. I've had more than enough holidays this year. So my first one in four years. Oh my god! Get out the country. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't f- him wait. I tell you that much. Well, I'll be halfway through it right now because my next convention next weekend, if I'm going by the time travel, I'll be meeting Kyle Gass from Tenacious D.
1: She just lives a life, doesn't
0: she? She lives it, and then and then a few weeks later, oh, for the horror. Oh, yeah as of technically when this goes out on the 30th for the love of horror goes out it starts is it the 11th 12th i think it's yeah about we're there on the 12th of november quinn lord tying it in mr mr little sam himself will be at for the love of horror
1: it's gonna be very exciting
0: i'm gonna be dead because we land on thursday we set up on friday and then the show starts saturday sunday so
1: ouch I'm so glad I'm there on the Sunday, so because you'll be you'll be so past annoyed that you will, you will.
0: You say that, but we have a lovely guest working with us on the Sunday, which is Mr. Creature himself. He'll be at our booth working. I use that term lightly because him and Rob will be messing about for probably the entire day. So, Daniel, will be doing all the work. But yeah, you'll um... be
1: fine, man. I'll 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 be I'll be there to cheer you up. And bring i mean, just cake. lying on the floor. Just, just come and feed
0: me things. Throw things I'll just food. I'll
1: bring you cake. It's all good.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, any more? Or are um, we good? Well, I can go through Sam's abilities, but that's about oh, that'd it, be, really. Be, that'd be nice. Yeah, basically, it's said that Sam has the ability of immortality and reanimation, which when he dies... um Technically, when he gets shot by Mr. Krieg, he comes back.
1: Well, he is a supernatural being is what I thought, given that he had a
0: fucking <laughs> pumpkin head. <laughs> he, he has the power of necromancy, which we know about, about bringing those kids back from the dead.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> he can teleport. So he has the a power to disappear and well, So that makes reappear. a lot of
1: fucking sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All makes sense when you watch it.
0: Uh, he also has, now bear with me on the pronunciation of this one, phobia kinesis or phobia kinesis, which is where he has mastered the ability to manipulate the fears of others to play with his victims minds well i want that <laughs> it make life a lot easier wouldn't it how do you get that <laughs> he has the power of regeneration which obviously we know because his hand grows yeah reattaches but it
1: comes it comes hand in hand with the the able to you know come back from the dead kind of after being shot Pretty in the much. face
0: for a tiny, tiny little eight-year-old boy, because that's how old Quinlord was at the time when he played him, he has supernatural strength.
1: Yeah, um, he does not kick the shit out of Brian Cox's mind.
0: They also say, now I'm not sure on this one, I'll leave this this one's open to interpretation. Um, they say he's got the power of possession because they say that he possessed uh Rhonda um, when she was in the lift going up. They say it's, that- Yeah, that she
1: and she he was the one who who stopped her from doing anything
0: mm-hmm. because
1: her nature would have been to open that door.
0: Yeah. So he, he possessed her to press the button and go up. Yeah. And
1: go up. Uh-huh. That's what they said. But that I reckon that takes away from her actual personal, like how she is as a person.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah. I'm, so, a, I'm a
0: little bit mm-hmm. on the fence with that one. Uh, they reckon he can. He's got omnipotence, so he can be everywhere, all at once, at any time. Which, if you think about it, from the sense of Samhain, Halloween itself, it is everywhere and anywhere. It's not just one thing, one place, one person. And it's um, happening tomorrow. <laughs> it is um, shapeshifting. They think that he can change his appearance. But I don't like that. I don't know about that because you don't see it in the movie. So, as relation to the movie, I'm not sure on that one.
1: Mm. Um,
0: obviously, he's magic. <laughs> they just put magic as this one <laughs> um, because he's got thousands of years worth of knowledge. They're saying that he can use that as a because he's Halloween.
1: He's this, he's the he's the whole encompassing Halloween. So,
0: of course. And the last one is clairvoyance. They think he can. Uh, he's got countless psychic abilities that may use his he he can use to his advantage so uh when he can turn like jack-o'-lanterns on and he can um there's things he does like open doors like telekinesis as well and like you know it all wraps into each other to say that he has the power to do whatever he bloody well wants basically yeah he can um go against gravity he can bend the laws of physics to his will because he's not one person he's halloween just he is the whole
1: everything in yes Mm -hmm. just the whole of halloween well yes that was so much fun (laughs) quite honestly I... i could spin on on all night about how brilliant this character actually is in respect to horror icons because i have a thing about the horror icon like i am not the hugest biggest fan of art the clown in his films but he is the quintessential look of a horror icon i think mm, personally we have
0: the same conversation hate the movies Mm -hmm. his kills are fantastic uh that's the only bit of the terrifying movies i like watching his kills i can't i couldn't give a flying fig about the rest of the characters no. Pointless, boring,
1: no, I love the look. I think the look is fantastic. You're right, the kills are
0: fucking very well thought out. They are fucking nuts. But like, he is now, I, I don't think he should have the same notor- uh, notoriety as you would give to Freddie, Jason, Michael, because the films themselves were bloody good films. They were all well thought That's out, well true. scripted. Yeah. So from that point of view, Art the Clown doesn't fit, in my opinion, because I don't like the. Movies. I'm
1: just looking as an aesthetic point of view. Yes. Standing up against the big hitters, he yes. could stand there with them and become and have that horror icon look.
0: I completely agree. As for the 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 boogeyman himself, yeah, the character, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I think it's fantastic. I just think that Damien Leone doesn't write films that can stand up to. Oh no! The character,
1: no, no, no. That character deserve he Actually, deserves a, deserves a lot more than yeah. what he's being given because that could be such a fucking franchise. Mm-hmm. But that is a That is a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, Sam kind of fits into that wheelhouse for me when yeah. you're looking at the aesthetic of a horror icon.
0: Yeah. No. I. I can, uh, Jason, Freddy, Michael, Pinhead, Chucky, Tiffany. Sam, they, they all sit there
1: mm-hmm.
0: quite comfortably. Yeah. So, and he, and for being a very
1: small little child, just fits lots in there lovely.
0: And just one movie. Just one, one movie. One
1: movie. One movie back nearly 16 years ago, and I only know the math that quick because that's how long I've been with my husband. <laughs> um <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be sitting going, where's my calculator? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, just one movie. One movie. That's, so that's that's a hell of a job. That is. And that is our trick or treat episode. Woo! Woo. What an episode. Well, I can't tell you what next week's episode is going to be because i generally don't know at this point
0: no because we're very confused
1: we are honestly you've seen nothing with us trying to work out how to do this but we've done it we will get back to you as soon as i will probably be shouting it out in the live chat as it as this is going on of what that episode will be but if you want to catch us you can find us on youtube we are live on a monday at seven o'clock unless you caught the friday the 13th episode which went up on friday the 13th thank you michael
0: did you see what we did there did you
1: gotcha and also we are on itunes and spotify if you could give us the likes give us the review anything just to be able to get the algorithm moving the hearts the heart I can never do that. That looked like an absolute numbly. The hearts <laughs> and the reviews and the likes and the subscribes just to be able to get the algorithm moving so other Monster fans can find us. Remember to like, share and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All of our details are where, Dan? Where are they? Down there. Right down there. And we thank you, as always, for joining I don't Dan, know. Um, no No. I'm delirious Uh, thank you as always for joining us and instead of my usual we will just say happy Happy Halloween Halloween. happy Halloween everyone bye